Hey everyone, welcome back to the Journey with Joy podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. It feels so foreign to be back here talking on a microphone because I have been away for two weeks and the last episode that was published last Sunday, I actually recorded before I left. So for some reason, recording today, I feel excited, super excited to be back and happy to see everyone, but also just like a little bit anxious because I haven't done this in two weeks, but I'm so, so happy to be back and you guys were really supportive of the fact that I just needed to take those two weeks off, so thank you guys so much and wow, I went to... Spain for two weeks and it was so incredible. It was exactly what I needed. I spent the first five days kind of just on my own with my family and I met some beautiful people along the way, very inspiring, some amazing connections along the way and my cousins arrived which I was so grateful for. I hadn't seen them because of the pandemic in three years and such a blessing. I just couldn't believe it when I saw them. I was like, wow. I mean, the last time I saw them was actually back in April because of that spontaneous trip I did to Verona with my mom and I was only able to see them for one night for a dinner because we left the next day and that was the only day they could come. So it was just like, I was also running on adrenaline that night. So to see them properly after all this time for like a good amount of time was so amazing and I'm really grateful for that. And yeah, we were definitely very comfortable. (laughs) We spent so much time together. We We're sleeping in the same bed basically for two and a half weeks. (laughs) We spent our time in Barcelona most of the time. So we were walking the city and we saw Sagrada Familia. We hiked to Mount Tibidabo, which was so beautiful. Wow. The my friend was telling me like the the trail kind of reminded her of the trails in San Francisco and I can definitely see that. But what an amazing trip. It totally exceeded my expectations. I definitely felt like I needed a big break. So this was just such a blessing. Now I feel totally reinvigorated. We spent our last little while at Tosa de Mar, which is on Costa Brava uh, along the coast of Spain. And I haven't been to the Mediterranean Sea in such a long time, I think. I I can't even remember the last time I went, but oh, I missed it so much. And it's such a big part of my childhood to be by the Mediterranean Sea. I spent so many of my summers there. So this trip reminded me of what it was like to be a free-spirited child again and just spend time with the people I love and just focus on the simplicity of everyday life. I will definitely take those memories and lessons with me for the rest of my life and invite them as much as possible 
into my everyday life, even when I'm working. That was the, a quick little summary of what my trip was like. <laughs> Such an amazing time, and I feel beyond grateful. It feels really good to be settled back into the city. I always feel like traveling makes me feel grateful for what I already have and just teaches me to embrace the simple moments. Anyways, you can tell I'm very grateful for my time away. I hope that everyone is doing well. It was really nice to hear from some of you even during my trip and when I got back. And I will definitely take the time to answer some of your Q&A questions at the end. But I'm thinking maybe I should do an episode specifically just on Q&A questions because I feel like I don't get through enough of them in each episode. But I also feel like I don't want to overpower an episode because they are pretty big questions. Okay, all right, let's get into what the episode is about today. So I've seen... um, a few people out on the internet, some creators, do episodes on 20 lessons they learned at 20 or 30 lessons they learned by 30. And I actually celebrated my 20th birthday in Spain this year. And I just thought, wow, what an amazing episode idea. (laughs) Kind of perfectly corny and cheesy, but I thought it would be super interesting to do an episode on 20 lessons I learned at 20. Obviously, it's it's a little bit of a goofy episode. <laughs> I think I've maybe learned more than 20 lessons, but I thought it would be just super fun to list out some of the most prominent things I've learned in my 20 years and 20 lessons I try to take with me as I continue to age and will probably take with me for the rest of my life. My birthday this year, I actually took a train with my family, my cousins, and one of my good friends is traveling Europe right now. So we actually spent time together and she decided to come with us to Spain kind of spontaneously last minute. It worked out. I was so grateful to see her. I felt like our friendship just really grew over that trip. Yeah, anyways, on my birthday, we took a train from Barcelona to Costa Brava. I remember going on this incredible, insane run through the mountains, and we discovered all these little beaches along the way. And I just remember just feeling so alive. She also pushed me so much because she's a crazy, incredible athlete. (laughs) Then we went out for dinner, and we... We had dinner with this beautiful view, and it was just so incredible. And my friend actually asked me, you know, how are you feeling (laughs) at 20 years old? Do you feel that you're at a peak? Do you feel that you're kind of unsettled and figuring things out? How are you feeling? I thought it was just a really fun, interesting question. And I just remember thinking right away my answer to that was just content (laughs) so at peace and I just feel like I'm at a peak in my life because I'm just really following my heart and embracing the simple moments living each day kind of as if it's going to be the last as best I can obviously some days it's harder but I just remember thinking to that question yeah this is 
such an incredible time of my life and I just feel so grateful to be here and I just remember feeling so happy that that was like the first thing I thought of when she asked me that question. Anyways, I had an incredible birthday, an amazing start to my 20s (laughs) and you know, I don't like to get too attached to the idea of age because at the end of the day, like, it's just age. (laughs) But I thought it would be such a great episode to do, to do an episode on 20 things, 20 lessons I learned at 20. I think it would also be pretty fun. Okay, okay, so the 20 things I've learned in 20 years... One of the biggest lessons I learned was when I started to get my first glimpse of stillness and just embracing the moment that was right in front of me without thinking this through. It was just a feeling. The first lesson I learned that really transformed my life for the better was that All the love and happiness that I needed was already within me. For most of my life, I kind of felt that I always had to work really hard for things to be happy or that happiness was obtained from external things around me like getting a dream job or being surrounded by amazing people that would just, you know, somehow stay in my life till I passed away. And I realized that all the love and all the peace that you need is already within you. Like you are already home within yourself and everything that you need is already there and it doesn't need to be obtained by external things. So this is such a relief (laughs) to feel and is probably one of the most prominent lessons that I take with me. Because I have all the love and happiness I need, I'm always enough. (laughs) Okay, number two. Nothing is as it appears. (laughs) Okay, I think I said this in one of my episodes. Um, It's something that the Dalai Lama taught me, actually, in his teachings. Basically, nothing is as it appears simply means that Whatever is put in front of you, whether it's a challenge or a blessing, isn't always as it appears. So if you face like some sort of big challenge or something, I used to really perceive challenges as being negative, but now I just realize that I need to change my perspective and be like, well, this is the positive in that challenge. Nothing is as it appears once you gain a different perspective on it. So If you feel like something has a really big pull on you or something is really negative in your life, attempt to change your perspective on it so that you can be more at peace. Okay, I feel like I I can't give such detailed explanations to everything because there's 20 things on here. Okay, number three. This one's funny. Don't hustle just to die. Love the process of what you do more than the idea of the end result. So, number three, don't hustle just to die. I just realized this last summer. I I got to my kind of like dream internship and I realized 
I was always working for something more and always working for better and better to be better, but it was all related to the future. I never really took a moment to just be happy with where I was and to accept where my feet were. So don't hustle just to die. Live like you only have one life and, you know, embrace the simple moments. Love the process of what you do more than, you know, your idea of the end result. If you love the process of what you're doing, whatever it is, then you're going to be living in the present moment with what you're doing, and that's going to be really fulfilling and awesome. Okay, number five, very simple. One, two, three, four. Yeah, number five, very simple. Live for now. You can never live in the future. Live for the present moment and be thankful for whatever it has to offer. Right now, recording this episode, I'm loving the process of it, and I'm beyond grateful that this is what I get to do right now as I'm speaking. It's kind of funny, but like saying these things out loud seems really obvious, but to feel them was just like a whole different ball game. <laughs> okay, the sixth lesson. <laughs> to live at peace, you have to heal your inner child. In summary, I kind of learned this when I was at like a funky phase of my spiritual journey where I was feeling exponentially incredible and then all of a sudden I just had a crash where I realized that to live completely at peace, like to really not have things trigger you anymore, you have to take the time to heal your inner child and don't rush the process. It's a really beautiful process and maybe something I'll work on still for the rest of my life. I think it's such a beautiful process. The way that I like to do it the most is just to sit in silence anytime I feel anxious or triggered by something and just let myself feel it. Not be angry with myself, but just acknowledge the waves and stay with a grounded mindset. So remember to accept and forgive yourself because you deserve to smile. <laughs> okay, the seventh lesson, you can choose to see the sunset. <laughs> um, I did an episode, I think my second episode on gratitude, I talked about seeing the sunset. You have the ability always to tune in with the present moment to see the beautiful sunset right in front of you. Okay, lesson number eight. Follow your heart. <laughs> this is one thing I've really always just grown up with because luckily I was just surrounded by people in my family that always told me to follow my heart, which I'm really grateful for. It sounds very obvious, but sometimes I've just noticed that as I've gotten older, sometimes I think I should do something because it's the right thing to do, but it's not necessarily true to me. And I just realized that you should do something because you love it, not because you think you should be doing it. Follow your heart. Okay, <laughs> where are we at? Oh, number nine. Okay, num number nine. 
Never act or make decisions out of fear. Make them out of honesty. Okay, yeah. I really realized when I started coming into stillness more and being more rational because I was more calm, obviously, that a lot of the decisions I made in my past uh, were out of fear. And I've realized now that I just really love the process of letting things flow naturally and honestly. And if things are meant to work out, then they will. And if they're not, then they won't. So just don't act out of fear. Don't make big job decisions out of fear. (laughs) Always stay honest to yourself. Be the awareness behind things. And don't make decisions out of fear because, I mean, it'll teach you a lot but it won't be an authentic decision. Okay, following that, (laughs) very simply, is what's meant to be will be. There's not much more to say to that, but that's something that really helped me live at peace and continues to help me live at peace, and maybe it can help you. Okay, number 11 have fun. (laughs) I wrote that down. Yeah. If anything from this video, take that. Life is not as serious as the mind makes it out to be. Just really have fun. Do what you love. Live for now and have fun. Okay. (laughs) It was a funny one, but it's actually true. Number 12. Happiness is not the only indicator of growth. Own the phase of life you're in. Yeah, okay, this was a really important one for me to learn. I talked about this so much in so many of my episodes, but I always say, like, the very start of my spiritual journey was so amazing because I kind of felt like I was living on this big high of life and everything was illuminated and everything around me was so amazing. And then I hit a slump where I had to ground myself again and start healing parts of my past again all of a sudden. And I started to notice that I was getting triggered again. And I just realized that happiness is not the only indicator of growth. There are going to be many phases of life. Some of them are going to be more challenging. That doesn't mean that they're negative. They will teach you so much and they are They have so much beauty in them. Like, honestly, the biggest, most challenging moments have so much beauty in them, and you can find so much comfort in yourself in those moments. So, definitely, happiness is not the only indicator of growth. Own the phase of life that you're in. Okay, number 13. I just did an episode on this. You can stay grounded even if things around you change. So, If any changes that come into your life feel kind of like, whoa, that's a little uncomfortable, just remember that you can always stay grounded and be the awareness behind that change. So that was something very comforting that I learned and still continue to learn. Number 14. When you appreciate the good in front of you, that will only create more goodness. And again, it's very simple, but 
something that I really started to feel more and more in my everyday life when I started to have more gratitude for the simple moments around me that if I just was really grateful for all these little present moments that I was experiencing more opportunities and goodness and all of it just started rushing into my life and I really realized quite clearly that it makes sense that you can't expect to see sunshine when all you're complaining about is rain. (laughs) So embrace the fact that you need rain and see the beauty in it and say thank you and that will bring so much goodness into your life. Number 15, I think. Sorry if the numbers are messed up. <laughs> Laugh as much as possible. Okay, I I live by this. Laughter is just super important. Don't take things too seriously. Laugh at yourself when you make mistakes. Life is definitely not as serious as the mind makes it out to be. Be able to laugh at yourself and simple moments. I feel like laughing at least once a day will revolutionize anybody's life. Laugh as much as humanly possible. (laughs) Okay, number 16. Always act out of love. Don't act out of anger. Okay, this was a big one for me in particular. I always feel better when I act from a place of love, like a really honest place of love. When I'm communicating anything to the people I love, if I ever feel hurt, I always feel more authentic and at peace when I act out of love, as opposed to when I act kind of spur in the moment out of anger. I think I've had people in my past push me to act out of anger in certain situations and when I listened to them and I did act out of anger I realized that even though they wanted the best for me that was not what I needed and acting from an honest place of compassion is always worth it you know how people treat you is up to them but how you react is up to you so Always act from an honest place and don't act out of anger. 17. Start your day slow and say thank you. I love this one. I live by it every day. At least I try to. When you wake up, take a moment, breathe, and say thank you for the day ahead instead of automatically rushing into all the things that you have to do responding to text messages, responding to emails. Take a moment, slow down, say thank you, maybe open your window, smell the fresh air, or if it's winter, appreciate the snow falling. (laughs) Take it slow and say thank you. Starting your day by saying thank you really does revolutionize your life. I really felt like it revolutionized mine. Number 18, Live your life as if nobody else is watching. Live your life as if no one else is watching is totally fine as long as you're acting out of a kind place and you're putting kindness into the world. Then live as if nobody is watching you. You know, like if you hear a good song playing on the street 
go ahead dance like (laughs) if you feel like dancing dance if you're with somebody and in that moment you feel like telling them I really love you then do it (laughs) embrace the excitement behind a challenge even if you're scared live your life as authentically as you can as if nobody is watching okay number 19 we're almost done don't take yourself too seriously (laughs) i feel like this is just a really big one and kind of a relief to feel there are going to be moments that you do something wrong quote unquote or you get yourself into an embarrassing situation or life happens but don't take yourself too seriously always breathe and come into the goodness within you and just realize that it's okay you don't need to view your negative thoughts as a personal problem just show yourself love it's really okay number 20 the last live for simplicity not for big goals very simple i don't think there's anything else i can say about that but live for the simplicity that has the ability to exist around you every day and say thank you for all that it has to offer those are all the lessons (laughs) i have acquired (laughs) in my 20 years and Let's do a little Q&A, and then we will finish it off. I think I'm only going to do two Q&A questions because this episode is quite long. And then we will finish off with some journal prompts. Let's go into the Q&A questions. Number one, how to believe you're worthy of love. Thank you for sharing that. I believe that it may be important for you to realize if you feel like you're lacking something within you right now that, you know, some sort of love is lacking within you that you need to gain externally rather than internally. And just really, whenever that kind of feeling of discomfort arises, that you need to feel love from other people I would suggest just taking a moment and breathing just acknowledging that wave of discomfort we are enough as we are and I think this is actually the first thing on my list that we have all the love and comfort that we need within us everything else is just additional You are capable of so much love and you have it all within you for yourself and to share to others. So there's actually an exercise that you can do anytime you feel unworthy of love or you feel like there's not enough love in your life. I don't remember where I heard of this, Um, somewhere on the internet, (laughs) but basically you put your hand over your heart And you breathe into your heart, and when you do this, focus on being very present. And you can even say out loud, I am home, and I have all the love I need within me. And I think after a while of just being the awareness behind not feeling worthy of love, slowly 
and more and more and more you'll realize that you are worthy of love and that you have everything you need within you i hope that that helped you in some way and i'm sending you a big hug thank you for sharing that okay question number two what to do when you're feeling down or having an off day thanks so much for sharing Sometimes I feel like people don't normalize feeling down enough. It really does happen. (laughs) It happens to everybody. I would take the time to just accept how you feel and to just be extra gentle with yourself. Tune in with your breath if you need and give yourself the space to transform that energy when it arises. Like if you wake up with some form of anxiety still wake up and say thank you, you know, but take the time to breathe into that area of discomfort, give yourself space to be gentle with yourself, and remember that an off moment doesn't mean an off day. There is still potential for laughter and happiness, and sometimes just taking the time to celebrate like little moments here, the fact that a stranger smiled at you Or, you know, the birds were just singing this morning. (laughs) Even celebrating something as small as that when you're having an off day can manifest goodness into your day and into your life. But also take your time and give yourself the space to feel down. Like, it's, it's totally okay. You have so much space to transform. It's okay that we have days where we're anxious. It's okay to have certain moments when you're feeling down. Just give yourself the compassion to let it transform. So I hope that that helped you. Thank you so much for sharing that. Okay, guys, this is the longest episode I've ever done. (laughs) So let's finish off with a few journal prompts. What is something you would like to release that no longer serves you? And question number two is, what is something you can celebrate today? Okay, I'm going to finish it off there. I hope that you have an amazing week ahead. Thank you guys so much. You're such an amazing community. You really inspire me every day. And I will talk to you next week. Bye!